Folks, welcome back to Lessons for Life. 1991, Hollywood was jolted by a movie that became somewhat of a cult movie and was disruptive in terms of the conscience of Hollywood. Al Brooks, Meryl Streep, the movie was called Defending Your Life. The premise of the movie was the protagonist who was killed in a, a bus accident uh, goes to, I guess, uh, the functional equivalent of the next world, and he's called on to defend the life that he's led. Why was it so jolting? Because Hollywood is not exactly known as a bastion of existentialism and uh, deep intellectual thought. And for the first time, it seemed that certain people were bothered by the fact that, yes, there is a Dimba Cheshben, that life has a meaning and we're accountable for the things that we say uh, and do. So I think that there should have been <clears throat> something uh, that is even more profound in 1991. There should have been one of the biggest law lawsuits ever, Hashem versus Paramount, because it's plagiarism. This premise was uh, really the theme and the, the, the thesis, if you will, of the, this Parsha, Devarim, and the final book of the Chumash, uh, Devarim. Why? Devarim means words. Whose words are we talking about here? The words of Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, this is a farewell speech of the greatest person uh, that has ever lived. And if you look at uh, the, the Chumash, you'll see that it's really quite a profound Musa speech. It's rebuke to the Jewish people, but there's a very subtle <clears throat> message as well as far as Moshe Rabbeinu himself is concerned. Essentially, in the farewell speech, Moshe says to the Jewish people, look back at your 40 years uh, of sojourn in the Midbar. Number one, this should have taken 11 days. It took 40 years. And number two, I set up an entire structure so that there would be a court system and so that I would not have to, as the man here of Kali, so I'll have to carry the oil. And yet... You kept deferring it to me. We never set up uh, the system. And thirdly, the hate of the Maragim. One of the reasons that we are going to be fasting this Motzah Shabbos, Tishbab, is the fallout of the, the, the sin, if you will, of the Kladi listening and deferring to mere mortals as opposed to Akadosh Baruch himself, who promised us uh, the, the uh, Eretz Yisrael. What's the contrast, if you all, between what we see in, in the rebuke of Moshe Rabbeinu and the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking in the, mo in the most erudite way? And this is a one-month soliloquy. It's 20% it's of the Chumash. It's because if you look back 40 years ago when Moshe Rabbeinu, so to speak, is first introduced to us, uh, and when Akadish Baruch Hu approaches Moshe Rabbeinu to be the spokesperson and the leader of Klai Moshe Rabbeinu clearly said that he uh, has a stutter. He can't, he doesn't have a verbal fluency. And here, my friends, we see the erudite, majestic gift of the gab, so to speak, in this uh, farewell speech. Before we talk about an interesting contrast, defend your life. Klai let's look back Let's look at the missteps. Let's look at what you could have been had you focused and 
uh, being in Eretz Yisrael after 11 days. Let's look at what would have happened if you did not uh, take heed of the 10 of the 12 spies. By a stark contrast, look at Moshe Rabbeinu, somebody who apparently lacked the physical dexterity to be a speaker, and we see him in the final speech clearly being the exact opposite. The relevance of all of us in terms of defending your life, if you will, is that Chazal tell us that when, we, when our bodies and our neshamas separate and we begin our journey, we all see the movie of our lives, a panoramic view, if you will, of the sequence of events that brought us from birth to our demise. And we'll see the missteps, we'll see certain things that we wish we would not have done uh, but uh, the moment of Gehenna, if you will, is at that point, it's uh, too late. How do we take this to heart? What's the lesson? The lesson is clear, is that the life we lead, that we lead is, has clear consequences. Every single thing uh, that we do, we will see uh, one day in a different paradigm. And so the, the notion of, quote unquote, killing time, or the notion of spending months chilling is completely antithetical to the fact uh, that we are going to have to give an accountability of every single day uh, in our life. And so perhaps if we can summarize this, the lesson would possibly be, let's make sure that not only that we make the days of the year count, but so to speak, the years in each day. Until we meet again, keep your feet on the ground, reach for the stars.